This is Simon Transparently Awakening the heart of humanity As we see beyond the lies And open our eyes to realize This is our time to rise Welcome everyone to another podcast In the series today of Let's Talk About Sex And I'm sat today with a friend who I met When I kind of first arrived in Portugal we were both at a, an event and yeah, there was this energy that I felt from this beautiful being, a liveness, and a life force, uh, a joy, a smile that she was radiating and her name is Agni. Welcome, Agni. 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 Welcome, Simon. Uh, we, we were just uh, playing with that, my pronunciation of names. So... Yeah, so I'm in the Agni Way, uh, the the shala, the yoga shala. Uh, that is, oh, it's more than just a yoga shala. It's a, a center space that Agni and Pavel, who, if you haven't already, you may have, uh, you can, or you may have listened to the podcast with Pavel, which is Agni's partner and co-creator. Yeah, what to say? I think for me today, I think the first thing to say for people listening is as much as I... I remember, one thing I remember is we just ended up dancing together in one of the uh, the kind of ecstatic dances. And, and you were just so, like, free and flowing. And there was a kind of trust. And I remember, like, you spun around somehow on my neck. I hadn't done anything like that before. And you was up there. And we were just going... Uh, going with the flow, no? That's how I, I, I kind of remember our first... Some of our first encounters... And then, um, and then you invited me into your your home, your space, mm. and you. I remember when I uh, experienced your yoga, and the. I don't want to get this wrong, but mm. you're, you're teaching. Uh, tell me what you're teaching. Your Ashtanga Vinyasa Yoga. Yeah, Ashtanga Vinyasa, and I just remember what I loved about you was there was a sense of real. Um, yeah, an, an authenticity I felt mm. in you, and also a uh, a devotion that you had, and the way that you was teaching, I could feel just an aliveness and a passion, mm. and I love that. You know, mm. I love when I meet beings that you can see that they're enjoying what they do, and they're mm. they're they're really uh, devoted to it, and and mm. you can feel it's different. No, you know this, right? So that was really really lovely, and. And then, of course, you know, you get to know somebody and then seeing how you've been exploring in the realms of Tantra. And then, you know, we had a lot of similarities in that you're working with body work and you work with women. And I'm sure you do many things that I don't know you do. But um, so there was just a, a lot of alignment and there was also a, a, a real openness from you and and a welcoming. And I loved that. Yeah, that was really beautiful. Yeah. And then I started to see how, no, how you're really on this... Um, and I want you to speak about this actually, but there's a, there's a sense of drive, motivation. Uh, like there's, you, know, you tell me like what drives you, Agni? You know, mm-hmm. like what 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 really ignites you and, and, and has led you on this path? Now, mm-hmm. I'd love to just see what pops up from that space. Mm. Yeah. So thank you for bringing our first meeting into this space. I remember this dance, and I remember this sense of like magnetic pull 
that we had, like our bodies were just like boom, magnetically pulled and through the openness that you could sense in my body and through the strength that I could sense through your body, they just started to dance in a cosmic dance, like really quite unexpected yeah. movements came out of that. And uh, this drives me, Simon. This is what is driving me, is the pure experience that I can recognize through my own embodiment. Mm -hmm. Being in this body, and this body opens the realms of magic, mm -hmm. cosmos. Mm -hmm. And this drives me every day to my daily sadhana, to wake up in the morning and to do embodied practices. And of course, this could not happen if the meditative space of noticing what is moving through mm. wouldn't be established enough. Mm. <sighs> yeah, and, there's, and there's, there's, I like that you bring in the meditative space. So <clears throat> one of the things that um, Agni offers is, I, I, you can tell me again, I'm, mm. I'm not going to get times, but how, how long have you been doing your morning breath work now? Because you've been doing no. that. You were doing it for some time now. I started, I started offering things online when the pandemic started. I just felt like, okay, there are the resources that I have that I can share and spread with those who feel quite anxious when it all started. Mm. So then I uh, started my daily commitment, my daily devotion to show up every day online and guide uh, 30 minutes of meditation combined with breath work um, and then this what I call now the tantric breath work opened up developed showed up as a kind of a structure and this is also the space from which organic and tantric embodiment grow up yeah. so um, and first and primal I do practice myself and then when I feel established I feel that my mission is to hold the space mm -hmm. and to call in those who can resonate with mm -hmm. the vibe that I'm sharing yes so three years yeah three yeah, years when the pandemic exactly. started something like that every day seven days a week yeah. every morning <laughs> <laughs> that's I what was, I was laughing yeah. as well when did you do it every day I remember you said just like that now every day <laughs> Because it's this, no? Life happens every day. And when we show up for life, we're showing up every day. And this is the power for me, the power of devotion. So Agni means fire. This is my name. Agni means fire. And my fire is the fire of devotion, fire of passion. Mm. Passion for life, passion for experience, and passion for more. That should be your strap line. I love it. Passion for life, passion for experience, passion for more. Oh. Beautiful. <laughs> Quite fiery, huh? Yeah, definitely fiery. No, and I felt that. And I think that's also, as you said, that's how we met. No, I, mm. I have a lot of fire too. But yeah, I could feel that in you. It's also, I think what's lovely as well that I, I find in you, being a female bodied being, mm. is that there is that, that passion and there is that fire and there's that confidence. And I feel that that's a lovely... A lovely expression, and I don't want to say this as a generalization that you know female body beings are not that, you know, but I do I do through my work and through my experience know that you know often female body beings are 
are suppressing that a little bit more or holding that back and that's what we both work with no? whether it be through yoga meditation breath work uh, tantric practices no we're we're it's not about just everybody being in their fire and all being uh, big and bold but it is about us being uh, embodied to be able to express ourselves and express our fullness in whichever way that looks for the mm. for the individual no um so that's something that i also appreciated in you that there is that that confidence and that doesn't mean that you don't have your challenges and you don't you know have your waves and your ups and downs and you're not um uh slow at times and you know and going through your own cycles but there was definitely that aliveness and confidence that was coming from you mm. um, i don't know if that evokes anything does that bring anything up around you know your own path of of being able to be and express yourself um and i know you're changing all the time but mm. the confidence to do that as a female body being does that spark anything Courage. Yeah. Courage is one of the qualities that I value very highly. Uh, and I notice that I have it. And, you know, I'm not always confident. And you know it very well. You went quite deep with me through some processes. And um, whenever I struggle, I call you in. Simon, <laughs> remind me. But I'm calling you in from the place of courage. Yes. Whenever I struggle with um, lack of confidence, lack of self-worthiness, doubts about myself, I call in for courage mm. as my resource, as my strength, as the quality that I could confidently say is driving me through life. Mm. And I like to think about courage that even if I'm not courageous, of course that sometimes I'm not, and then I pretend that I am. Mm. And no one sees the difference, even myself. Mm. So courage is a practice. Mm -hmm. Courage is a choice. Mm. Mm. And that allows me to also walk the tantric path, which is like for the brave ones, let's be honest. No? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, why would you say it's for the brave ones? Because it's keep confronting us with this edge of a comfort zone. And it's keep inviting us to cross this edge. Because it keeps inviting us to peel the layers, to transform. Yeah, for me, Tantra is a path towards liberation through transformation. Transformation, this what feels stuck into fluent again, mm. the eyes into water again. So transformation, not to change something into something else, but to restore, reclaim this what feels um, disbalanced, let's say. Yeah. And that requires courage and that requires to keep stepping over and over and over and over and over again. Consistency. And, and devotion to that. Mm. Everything is interlinked. So yeah. I would say even if I started so deeply with the yogic path for like 18 years in practicing asanas, pranayama, meditation, um, then like tantric path unfolded from this from this path of detachment and purifying and purifying, purifying. Now there is like more that I can invite mm. because there is more space for life to be invited. Right. Challenges to be invited, love to be invited, experiments to be invited. Right. Mm. 
yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like we clean the container, no? we're refining, purifying the container, but then as it, as it becomes more clear, let's say, then we're able to welcoming the next, no? It's, it, it is stages. And, <clears throat> and again, the yoga, I don't know if you see it, but the yogic path is not separate, no? Well, enough, I know you're going to say nothing is separate, but, you know, maybe you will. But, uh, yeah, the yogic path is not separate from the tantric path. They, they have a... They actually have a potential to complement one another, no? Or, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I would say, I mean, of course, there is a huge subject where they interlinked and where they stand like um, on maybe their own. on their own, not maybe opposite, but even like when we say yogic path, like for me, from my understanding, it's rather a path of transcendence through the Attachment. And I'm talking about the, the traditional yoga, not the asana practice, which is in fact the, 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 the hatha yoga, so the tantric practice. But like traditional yogic path is a path of detaching from life, is a path of meditation, purifying. I'm not this, I'm not that. So, so called via negativa, mm-hmm. detaching of what am I not. Mm. So, this, this, this creates a meditative ability a meditative presence and only when the meditative presence is there so we know of what we are not we can again start seeing what we can be because we choose and then tantra is a via positiva i am this and i am that because from the nothingness the fullness unfolds (laughs) so in fact it's yeah, it's deeply interlinked. Yeah. But like, I would say two angles from which we can look at life. Yeah, totally. I'm nothing or I'm everything. Yeah. And both are true, no? Yeah. <laughs> the paradox as always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the yeah. funky paradox. <laughs> tick, tick. <laughs> ding, ding. Yeah, lovely. And <clears throat> yeah, and just, just essence, because I know we could talk about many things today, but... Um, yeah, what 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 got you into that eighteen years ago? What was the what was the seed that? Because you and I, the the thing that we also connect on is we kind of not have uh, the same, but as always similar similar kind of past. You know, you was you was kind of weaving through um, your own life, and then something took you to start the yoga path. Because that was you say that was a big transformation point. No, eighteen years ago. Mm. Yeah. And just like, what, 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 what would you say? Because if there's somebody listening today now who's going through some challenges, who are, you know, feeling that their life is needing some shift or whatever, and yeah, maybe the, the thing that catalyzed you may support them. Who knows? Mm. <sighs> okay. So, like, to briefly share about my, my, let's say, spiritual path. It started much, much earlier than that. When I was about nine, my elderly sister, she's 11 years older, she was deeply involved in um, Buddhist path. So when I was nine, she was giving me some Buddhist practices, you know, sit and gaze the, like, light candlelight for like hours without blinking your eyes and I was doing that because she was my like um, she was your guru she was, she was my guru and she was my teacher yeah. so that brought me I think that was the first thing that brought me into spirituality but then when I started yoga practice I was quite you know lost like teenager early 20s something so for me 
there was this drive, but I couldn't recognize it as a spiritual path. I started to do yoga because I wanted to shape my body, you know, I wanted to have a nice body, open and flexible, and uh, yet some, and I, I didn't like it at the beginning. It was quite annoying, you know, they, they told me to breathe and chant those things, and I was like super like, I want to do that. I would be just like <clears throat> pushing through asanas, da 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 da. And for the first like years, I was like on and off with this yoga, practicing quite regularly because I was I always had this devotional commitment to do things. But then I would say, even if I didn't intentionally wanted that, the yoga started to work on me. Mm. The yoga started to work on me, and there was one day when I just like started to breathe this ujjayi breath that was always required and i was just always like eh fuck it huh? <laughs> the breath arised in my body mm-hmm. i was taken by the energy that i was unconsciously purifying myself to receive mm-hmm. And suddenly the asana practice started to be like a whoa, something is moving me. So, yeah, this was like from the other angle. I was doing this not knowing what I'm doing. I was doing yoga and then yoga became a practice. And then after this direct experience, everything opened up. I... uh, started to move to dance because this this current that i that i felt for the first time then it was not still very clear it was establishing itself through the years <sighs> so i would say now if someone feels drawn to do something and it's not always like it's always fun like i really didn't like this yoga that much you know but i was like somehow magnetically pulled to do that <laughs> So if you are in this moment and something appears on your path and you just feel, ha, ah, go there. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if the resistance is involved, go there. Yeah. If there is like a yeah, pull and resistance, this is the, this is the direction. Yeah, I often say that. I often say the same thing, no? It's like the resistance is is almost a friend saying, hey, come this way, you know? And if I move through the resistance, mm. then I access, you know, the gift. Yeah. There's a gift there. But of course, the resistance can be stemmed in fear and fear can hold us back and mm. we know that. But it's lovely. I haven't heard you share that before like that and it's uh, it's wonderful. I know a little bit of the journey, but I love how you said that, yeah, I kind of was going, whatever, you know, your motive was your motive. And then actually the yoga started to do you because, you know, you were going to do it, but it actually ended up doing you and then took you on that deeper journey through the breath. And the breath is such a such a vehicle, no? It's the breath is such a portal. It's, it's such a portal primal. into it's primal, and it's when we start to harness it, it's, it's a portal into our erotic nature, no? It's mm-hmm. a portal into into ecstasy, into into really experiencing life. Everything is breathing, and when we start to realize that, we start to breathe, no, with all of life, and that's you know that's a gift, a huge gift. All the tantric practices are based and bath in the breath. The breath is a basic 
for the energy to flow. That's why I mentioned that the, what we call yoga practice now, so asana practice, mainly the hatha yoga practice, so the practice through the body. In fact, it's a, it has its roots in the tantric, tantric uh, tradition, tantric path. Mm-hmm. Because it's like taking this meditative yogi from the cave, from detaching uh, from life into life again. Hey! The divinity is here, breathing through you, moving through you, sounding through you. And asana practice is opening the channels for the energy to to move. And pranayam, even more. Pranayam for me, it's like purely, purely tantric practice. And yet, in tantra, there is more like spontaneous flow involved. Yogic practice are still being more... um, Skillful, let's say they are. They are teaching the system the skill in a quite. Um, I w- wouldn't like to say a rigid way, but structurized way. Yeah. Methodical. Methodical. Yeah. yeah this you know? is it. Yeah. Because first, like, okay, know the method, yeah. and then allow it to come spontaneously. Mm. Because without the structure, it can be just messy, overwhelming, mm. totally spacey. Mm. So first, woof. Structure, yeah, and then, and then allow the, and then allowness, and yeah. then openness, and then yeah, and then the structure can dissolve, but it's still there. Although it dissolves a little, it's still there because yeah. it's embodied in. And then, of course, we've got the different terms now, now because because there's traditional tantric yoga as well, right? Which can also be um, sometimes confused. People might think they're going to a traditional tantric yoga practice and they're going to be doing neo tantra, which is a kind of you know the westernized you know just going to be uh, you know whatever uh, touching ourselves or touching others, and it can be a bit distorted. Yeah. Mm. Whereas I like the. <clears throat> yeah, what I what I guess I like around this uh, is really the. Breath, the movement, and the sound. I mean, ah. these are these are the key. Now, whichever modality, for example, I I share a, a laughing practice, and the reason why the laughing practice is so beautiful is because in order to, for you to really activate the laughter, your authentic laughter, you have to breathe, move, and sound. Mm. You know, you start to breathe, you move, and sound, and then you're in a fit of laughter. And afterwards, you feel euphoric. You feel the endorphins have mm. moved through your body. You feel high. You feel joy. You feel elated. And of course, that's what the the power of breathing, moving and sounding can do. That's why everybody loves to dance when we dance. Some people maybe don't make so much noise when they dance, but we're breathing, we're moving, we're sounding. It's freedom. It's activating the primal, you said earlier, the primal primal elements of our being. So that, that, that weaves us in a little bit, actually. Like, so you, I mean, you've been on a pretty, pretty, epic adventure no the last 20 years you know in terms of being in this devotion being on this paths you know teaching others the the beautiful practices you've learned mm-hmm. and that's kind of woven now no where you've through your own experience and even working with one-on-ones through body work and working mostly with women i believe wasn't you doing body work or some men but with work, both both yeah yeah so working with men and women with the body work and then now where are you at now? What's the, what's what's a, what's mm. what's igniting your flame at the moment? Let's maybe jump in there. Yeah. That would be nice. Yeah, this potency of creativity started to show up, and it took me, and it's still, it's still a. 
process of exploration of this, what wants to be called organicarent tantric embodiment. And it's like weaving together many modalities that I've explored and experienced through my own embodied experience. Um, so the base was the yoga, but then the dance, and then many tantric exercises. And then what you mentioned, breath, sound, and movement. And because of my own awakening of more feminine free flow that started to awaken in my own yogic practice, something new started to arise. And I, yeah, started to create a little bit different classes, <laughs> inviting sexuality to guide us and reclaiming the innocence of that sexuality and allowing it to be ignited in the lower realms, lower chakras, let's say, in the sex center, and moving, micromanaging, spreading it through the whole body. Using like kriyas, kundalini kriyas, mudras, bandhas, so very traditional techniques taken from different modalities. And also, when I could observe the wave of awakening, of the energy through my own body because I could be very present in the body. Most of the time I'm like the, 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 the body moving through the space. I'm feeling, I'm sensing the current, the tingling, the vibration, how my body responds. Mm. And when this energy awakened in a very strong way, I could notice, oh, it starts to undulate my spine. Oh, I'm like wanting to spread my hands to the sides and whoa, this opens my heart. And then this very clear insight, I want to support this intensity because if we are not supporting, if we are suppressing this energy out of fear, because as we all know, it can be extremely overwhelming. Huh? When we start to suppress it, it becomes like really painful and unpleasant. Mm -hmm. And I don't want that. I'm all about pleasure. And I know that to evoke the pleasure in experience, the question appeared, okay, how can I support it? And I was just allowing my body to support the energy. Like I allowed my body to dance with your body when we've met. And then suddenly the magic happens. The depth of this intelligence of life starts to open up and create like pure beauty through the body. And sometimes I'm mesmerized by my own bodily experience, how my body moves when I, yeah, dance, when I make love, I can witness that at the same time. Mm. And it's just pure beauty. Yeah. It's like nothing, and it's not like, oh, Agni, you are so beautiful. No, 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 it's not this kind of beauty. It's just like pure beauty, expressing itself through the, through, through, through the shapes and the sounds of this body. So the mission or the, the wisdom behind organic current is how can we support the life expressing itself through this body? I would say it's an art of embodiment because it's very creative. Um, so yeah, through my own experience, noticing what the body is doing, I use like reverse engineering. 
Okay, so if we will do this movement, it will increase the sensations in this body part. I'm like spreading my hands to the sides now, opening my heart, and that increases some sensations here. Mm -hmm. um, and it's an ongoing exploration, and I'm doing this through this morning tantric breathwork, and I designed a classes, 75 minutes classes. When we do that, when we awaken the energy in the lower chakras, first it's like the release. <sighs> Losing, dropping the tension, because for the energy to awaken, first we need to have space. Right, and we need to relax. To relax mm -hmm. is the fundamental. Yes. So I use a lot of sounds, sounding, voicing, <sighs> the energy of apana, release, the prana that dissolves and descends to awaken prana energy, to awaken more aliveness, gathering it, recognizing it as a sexual energy, creativity, vitality, fertility, and then through different exercises, combining breath, sound and movement, spreading it and mainly sublimating it to the heart. This is like crucial, sublimating this quite dense energy, which is pure power. And we know what, what we can do with power, everything. It can also get easily distorted, like we can observe sexuality is. Exactly. So crucial in this modality, organicarian modality, is like to combine it with the tenderness of the heart, with purest compassion, with beauty, with gentleness of the heart. And then use it for creation. Because this life force energy is creative energy, is the eros energy, eruption of life through us. So then what we create, so our thoughts, our words and our actions are both powerful and loving. Hmm. Mm. And this is what I call the state of being a lover of life. Why we call the act of lovemaking lovemaking and not sex making? We can call it sex making. I call it love making, and it goes beyond the experience in the bedroom. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Let that in. Ah, quite a lot packed in the one. <laughs> no, not at all. It's really I appreciate you describing it like that, and I love how <clears throat> for those listening. As always, you hear me say, but feel free to 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 write in the comments or when you hear this, like how is it landing? You know, we're we're, we're in we're in a time now where, uh, depending on your perspective on reality, depending on where your focus is, that humans are awakening more and more. What does that mean? We don't need to get too uh, philosophical or too conceptual about it, but ultimately, it's what we're talking about here today. We're talking about awakening life force. What is life force? It's everything that Agony just described. And when we're making love to life and we're realizing we're love and then we're cultivating that energy consciously for ourselves and then we're deciding how we want to move that energy. We become energy alchemists, I like to say. We are, we are moving the energy the way we want to and we're taking full responsibility for ourselves, for, for our energy body, for, for the permission to express ourselves as a divine expression of life. Yeah, this is a, this shifts everything. It's a big, it's a game changer. So when you're doing these practices, as Agnes sharing in her 
in a new um, expression of um, organic current. You know, this is like uh, many others are offering these different ways of us to really come back into the body and 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 activate ourselves, right? With breath, movement, and sound, as you so beautifully described. Um, yeah, and I I I feel like. Yeah, maybe you maybe you could talk to because you're working with lots of different beings. Maybe you could talk to this is just popping up for me now. But for for those listening that maybe this is you know very new or it's like yeah you know okay energy takes time. What is energy? How do I feel it? Like you know, is there anything you would or even a, a little simple exercise or something you could give today for the listeners mm-hmm. just um, <clears throat> to to get more in touch with this energy that you're... Because you're very... Not only in touch with it, but you, you, you're you starting to notice the, the subtleties of it. And, mm-hmm. the, you know, it becomes more sensitive and you become... You're receptive to it anyway. And maybe you have been, you know, naturally uh, throughout your life. But for some, they can't feel energy, right? They can't... They, it takes time. So I don't know what comes up. I just thought, like, offering maybe a little, you know, a little seed or a little practice of some kind that could help people to just drop into this space today thank you so i think it's very compassionate that you are bringing this like of course if i no it, it wasn't that i had it always right. it awakens at some point it awakens and it means i mean the life force energy is always there and when we say it awakens it means that oh we start to notice it hmm so what happens when people come for the tantric massage with me and they are like entering the space but not sure or maybe I feel something but I'm not sure. So I would say this is very helpful um, to meet someone who has this energy already awakened and can give you a direct transmission. Can awaken it or like point you or show you or... Yeah, give you an experience. Give you the experience. So that could be definitely one thing. And this happens quite often that even one tantric massage, like we we, we talk about like proper tantric massage experience, uh, they are mind blown and they were like, oh, it's it's a life changer. And for me, it was my first tantric massage when I really felt and saw... um, a colors moving through my body it was like whoa okay this is it and then we are having more and more of those experiences and then we start to feel it on the daily basics and then we start to observe it learning and micromanaging as you said <sighs> okay so um, first and primal what i also mention is to drop the tension because the tension <gasps> The energy of holding the breath, breathing very shallow, keeping your neck squeezed, not being able to even sigh. Right, right. That's an, that's an important point. Sometimes we say, don't we, in many different practices, uh, open your mouth and just let out a sigh, no? And, and, and it's stuck, no? The jaw is stuck. It's, for some beings, it's really impossible. I, I see it during body work and during my, my organic current. I'm keep and inviting and encouraging to yeah i think sometimes people get bored of hearing like tension people say okay now we do another breath breathe in and out and it's like and sometimes i've seen uh, some kind of comedy you know they kind of Uh. 
make make fun of it, no, because it's funny as well. Okay, now we're taking another breath, but it, it's literally like when the jaw softens and when that breath and that sound can come out, there's a completely different feeling, right? Exactly. And what you know, what what I also learned to do, which for me is very important when I'm guiding beings through this journey, it's you know not forcing them, not even inviting them that much. Now let's all sigh. There is, for me, a little bit of forcing something that is not there. So my approach is, I'm sounding all the time, and then they have, and I'm inviting, if you feel like, oh, maybe a sigh, check how the sigh would feel like. And this brings a little less tension yeah. that they need to do something that feels right. unnatural for which them. Then create, which actually then creates closure again anyway. Because, and more tension. Yeah, with more tension because you're forcing. Now I have to force the sigh or force the sound yeah. and then I close up even yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah, so it's again, it's this welcoming it in so it can be almost like what happened to you in the yoga. No, it's got to, it has to find its way in the body, right? It's a unique ex- experience for everyone. There's no one way. It's got to find, you've got to find this sound. Yeah, it might not come as a sigh, right? It might come as a uh, or uh, or whatever. Yeah, mm. exactly. So I, I think we cannot force the awakening. We can create a circumstances for the awaken to happen, for the awakening to happen. And so organic current modality is this, creating a circumstances for the energy to awaken. And then she will awaken. It's the intelligence of life, you know? It's beyond our, like, human, okay. Now I will awaken. (laughs) So inviting, warmly inviting and being this direct transmitter because this is is more powerful than thousand words when I'm connected with my energy, when I'm just like, (sighs) you know, when I'm guiding meditations, I yawn like crazy. Sometimes it's difficult to speak because I just, I'm opening my jaw, I'm sticking my tongue out, I burp from time to time. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I'm a burping queen and I don't like it. I would prefer to be more graceful, but you know, fuck it. It's the natural, natural current, the natural release happening. And through my own shameless transmission, people can relax and be themselves more. Mm. So this is also like a lot of dropping from the... um, S- like the, the, those social conditioning yeah, oh the judgment you, you of how shouldn't. it should be you or shouldn't, shouldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you shouldn't exactly. burp come on it's all blah, blah, blah. Yeah. no it's not no it's not why, why? like tell yeah. me why Again, and there's like so much pleasure in yawning yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm. totally well when we yawn actually when we open the throat the whole point when we talk about this energy center of the throat no we're we're opening the throat which is also opening the sexual center straight so, away so you know when, the, when, the, when we're opening and dropping the jaw when we're letting the tongue out and that's also actually this is a good point yeah this is a good point for people listening no it's vulnerable and this might actually give you if you've been experiencing this because i often also invite people to breathe and open their jaw and stick their tongue out Mm. and just to say that yeah it's vulnerable in the beginning and of course it makes sense why it's vulnerable because you're also opening yourself you're opening your body you're opening your sex you're opening your 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 um primal energies and i i think it's nice what agni just said 
it's important to have a, a container, a, a, a safe environment or a space that is, has clear intentions so that you can also feel um, that you can hold that vulnerability and allow that, no? Because when we're talking about Tantra, and actually this goes back to something you said earlier, when you said it's nice to get invite, um, sorry, it's nice to maybe have an experience of a Tantric massage or a bodywork session. It might be nice just to say here that being bodyworkers ourselves, it's also really important that you feel safe and you feel that you trust that person that you're going to go on a journey. And I do, I do still hear many, and we just want to voice this, we don't need to go too much into it, but it's nice to voice that, you know, tantric massage, masseuses, different beings, no matter what we're doing in life, especially around sexuality, it's a very volatile space. It's, it's got a, a whole lot of stigma attached to it and drama and story. And of course, people are being violated in many different variations. So I just want to bring that in to not kind of bypass these topics of uh, re-traumatization and, and, uh, and so on. And just to say that, you know, it's really important to ask a lot of questions, make sure that if, you don't, if your belly or gut is not feeling yes to having a, a massage or a tantric experience with someone, then just trust that and don't and wait till don't. You, yeah, exactly. Please exactly. don't. Yeah. I always say and I'm I'm taking like at least half an hour, sometimes it's an hour of talk and sensing for I, I, it's not I mean for me it's sensing the body that is coming to me, but also for them to sense me. Yes. And what is my primal and fundamental approach? Yes. It's like Yes, I awaken the sexual energy, but I, myself, I move purely from the heart space, purely from the heart space. So I keep my own sexuality, you know, like, ah, exactly away from the experience. And that is a big game changer. And if I would feel that someone is approaching me from their own sex centers, um, this doesn't feel safe. I don't want to make love with you. Exactly. I want to receive your presence to experience my own sexuality. And I can receive your presence if you are present from the spaciousness of the heart. Mm. So um, what you said, Simon, it's crucial. Like tap into the body. And if there is a sense of closure, not full trust, something feels like... Mm, Ah, just say no, thank you. No, yeah. maybe pay a little bit for the time that this being gave you for this introductional talk to be all also in balance and 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 leave the space. It's not worth it. Yeah. It's not worth it. No, no. Yeah, because yeah, thank you for bringing that up. And and actually, it's good that you say it's also about the um, the body worker. Actually, it's really about us too. That if we're in that field, do we feel? Do we feel a yes in our bodies? That's why it's always wonderful. There's many different variations of uh, tantric massage or bodywork experiences. And yeah, I, I, the training that I had is in sexological bodywork. So, you know, as again, it's a different modality in and of itself. So I think it's nice to, as Agni said, to tune in, take the time, ask questions, be with them and see if it feels right. And also not to have high expectations either. Uh, you know, I also have other people, they think you have one bodywork session or one tantric massage and, and maybe you're going to experience what Agni's pointing to today. Maybe you don't. Everybody is different. Some are closed 
world. You're going to activate traumas. You're going to have to go through certain emotional release, maybe. And maybe you don't too. Maybe you just have a, a beautiful euphoric experience. So these are just key points. And one thing just to bring in just for the, again, this thing around consent. I'm very passionate now about The Wheel of Consent by Betty Martin. And I love to just bring this in on a, on a, on a talk today around sex and sexuality and and love and yeah being in consent with yourself and with with um the practitioners that you go on and and even having a conversation with them about consent you know this is a this is valid and then you can really see if there's to, or, or to make sure there's no subtle uh, power dynamics playing out or there's no you know no going over your boundaries and so on so i just want to bring these pointers in we don't need to go so much into them today but it's nice to just have them voiced in this space because um, when we're going into this space of activating our life force and all sorts of uh, different things can come up and, and and i think that's just a you know it's natural and I, and i don't say that in order to scare you because for me this path of awakening ourselves with breath movement and sound is is it's the one that's really activated the natural ecstasy no and that's what it is what we're really playing with a sense of the natural ecstasy that's already there it's already in the body mm-hmm. and we don't need anything outside of us actually or we don't need any person even though we're talking about body workers today but we don't need anyone to to actually as I, i'm going to quote agni again but agni said the divine life force is who we are it's already in us so And I also trust that this intelligence will guide you to have a tantric massage experience if it is your time to have it and if it is your time to have the energy awake and you will have it through this experience. But on this when there is this deep trust, you can say it happens like you say it's it's not interlinked with this other person this other person appears in your life because you are ready to receive this mm-hmm. transmission mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful okay so yeah how are you feeling now what's alive in you yeah you see what i'm doing i'm not i'm not collapsing in my body mm-hmm. i'm keeping my spine quite straight i'm swinging in between my sitting bones i'm feeling my base i my uni is quite like awakened you know she's like oh something interesting is happening here mm-hmm. and this is this is how i feel awakened our conversation brings a lot of awakening within me mm-hmm. i feel my eyes are quite wet this is like also what happens for me the tears starts to show up like like waters awaken in my body i would say Hmm. And there is at the same time this settling in. I feel very comfortable, open, alive. <laughs> mm. <sighs> yeah, and if 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 you're, I love this. I work sometimes with the four, the what the term, the four centers, but the head, the heart, the the belly, and the sex. So, yeah, what would your What would your sex? What would your yoni? What would, if it could speak right now, what would it say? Hmm. She would say, "Oh, I like it. 
I like it. <laughs> like with this big smile. <laughs> yeah, she is quite a character, I must say. <laughs> My uni. <laughs> she is quite a character. And also, I feel it's deeply interlinked. The awakening of the heart... I mean, for me, in my experience, it's interlinked with the awakening of, of, of sex. And when we tap into the space of trustful presence, acceptance, joy, playfulness, then the sex center is also like most of the time, I wouldn't say all the time, but most of the time gently aroused, yeah, awakened, yeah. open, loose, receptive. receptive. Mm. And um, yeah, we can also talk about the arousal of the heart. Yes, totally. So this is like for me quite... Um, also, yeah, I'm consciously moving my energy through those two centers. Maybe it's because of that I feel them so clearly interlinked and so open in my experience. So, <sighs> my heart is, feels soft, relaxed. Yanni feels like, oh, I like it. Belly <laughs> um, feels, yeah, feels soft. Maybe the upper belly quite a little bit, a little bit, not even tensed, but like I can feel something. Solar plexus. Solar plexus. Yeah, yeah it's kind of uh, my 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 issue yeah. when I can feel the contraction is mainly in me. It's mainly here, mm. and it's funny that majority majority. Yeah, a lot of people who are coming for the body work, it's here. Mm. I feel like lack. Of self-confidence. Yeah, because that's the will as well, no? The will, will the, the drive. Yeah, there's like a lot of things connected, but yeah. somehow I... Mm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and the mind, we called in for the clarity before we opened this session. Yeah. And I also feel there is a lot of insights coming through. And I also can notice that I speak them quite fast, one by one. Mm. So now the clarity is asking me to slow, maybe down, mm. to make them to make more space for those who arise to be more clearly spoken. That's mm. like a little insight that you had now. Yeah. A little, a little message. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful now, and, and <clears throat> this is the thing. Um, just taking that space, mm. no? Mm. Taking that space to breathe, to slow down. <clears throat> 20, 20, 23 has been called the the year of the rabbit in the in the in the Chinese, and it's the uh, number seven, um, <clears throat> and it was um, the yin year, the year of yin. It was said, and and of course the yang yang energy was very present or has been, mm. and so. I, I just love that when we slow down, we can also feel more. Like even just listening to you describe what's happening in your body, I noticed mm-hmm. my own body relax. And, mm. and that's what we can do, you know, for, for one another. It's often in my... I'm very fiery and, and fast and I think fast and so on. And, and there's always... There's such a relaxation and, as you said, a spaciousness that comes when you just slow down no? take a pause relax nothing really needs to happen you know 
it's everything is happening already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This I would love to keep inviting more yeah. and more and more because we are fiery, as you yeah. said. And then, da da da, we are da da. Lot of speed, lot of passion. Yeah. It's beautiful. We are passionate. Of course. And yet, this passion can be just like woof, 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 burning like an intense fire. And mastering this passion, it becomes just a nice warmth that we constantly feel inside. That mm -hmm. is just illuminating our inner space and the space around us in a more sustainable way, I would say. Yeah, because it doesn't need to be, yeah, as you say, like it's not about going peaks and lows, peaks and lows. No, yeah. I sometimes call it the, uh, the brown rice high. <laughs> brown rice <laughs> yeah because you know you know when you eat white rice or you eat uh, sugars and so on the peak of the <laughs> insulin goes up you know you get a sp or you drink coffee you know you get a spike and then you go down because the body has to like you know relax but when you eat brown rice or sweet potato or these you know these less high high um, sugar content uh. then you have this more you know more brown rice high it's more it's more even it's more it's more it's more chilled you know so it's like we were saying it's like the fire's there but it's nicely nicely warm keeping you there and at the same time it's having the versatility you know to 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 adapt and and move and, and rise and 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 so on so that also comes with uh, that comes with uh, embodiment i feel being able to also be spontaneous of the moment and what does the moment need so yeah <sighs> so i'm feeling i'm feeling also just calm and spacious and we could talk about many things but it's just nice to it's nice to hang i'd, I'd love to know how how you're receiving this now if you're listening this far with me and agony today and you have any questions or something's coming up for you like how are you feeling and and do you stop and pause like even during the day or during a conversation, mm. like I've started to, uh, I say started, I've been doing this for some time, but just just inviting a pause mm. sometimes, no? You know, when you're in a conversation or you're in a dialogue, like we have the permission to just say, ah, can we just pause for a moment and breathe? Yeah, it's like that's allowed. Yeah, but people go sometimes, oh, no, I, yeah, well, I can't do that. But it's like, it's lovely. I've done that a few times and, mm. and people are like, ah, oh, thank you. Yeah. That's nice. Just dropped in there. And then, you know, whatever, something else arises as always. Something needs to have space to arise. Mm. This is it. Exhale for the inhale to bring new. Mm. And I feel there posing during lovemaking. Huh? Let's talk about sex, wasn't that yes. <laughs> the subject? Exactly. How amazing is that? Especially if you're rising, rushing towards like, oh, there's so much passion. And there's like such a fear that you will lose it, lost it if you pause. Right. But then when you pause, you just allow this energy to spread and to calm down. And new wave, new inspiration to... Yeah, that right. Means, yeah. Mm. Yeah, and you say, let's talk about sex. I mean, this whole thing has been, because that is it's interesting topic. We use the word sex. It's kind of, you know, that key word that everybody uses and often we don't understand. But like, for me, sex is the activator of life force energy. You know, I, I often call the, the genitals the genital generators, but I no longer say that there's the genitals in our pants, I describe us as one genital. So we're just a genital. 
So when you start to activate your pleasure and you start to awaken your your life force, you realize that you're you're this uh, pleasure instrument. You're one beautiful, uh, orgasmic, alive, ecstatic being. Mm. And you're, that's the wholeness of your being. It's not just in your pants. So it's like this idea that, you know, when we're, like Agni just described, it's like even when we're making love and we're cultivating, how are we including our, our whole self into that experience? Mm. And that's really, I think that's what you've kind of covered and talked about. That's really what Organic Current is about, no? It's it all of that. It's all of that. And then it's like making love as you also described the love of life, we're making love to life, let alone just trying to hunt down one being that we're needy for and we want to somehow have this sexual uh, experience of ejaculating our, our life force elixir or get into some end result. That's actually, let's say, the old story of separation when it comes to sexuality. And we're talking about the, the new story of, of uh, integration and wholeness and, and embodiment so that we're meeting each other as alive, ecstatic, orgasmic, sovereign beings where we're sharing ourselves, but we're not needing anything from another. Oh, that feels lovely. <laughs> that. Oh, you meet from that place. Mm. And uh, also the experience of an orgasm changes so much mm. when we micromanage the energy through the whole body. The orgasm might go all the way up to the head and brings a state of pure blissfulness, expansion, deepest meditative state. Right. Um, beyond the yeah, and it's and it's just 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 ecstatically blissful right. by its nature. Yeah. Beautiful. Wow, lovely beings. We're coming to a, to a close. Uh, close now um, thank you so much um, yeah do you, how do you feel do you feel do you feel there's anything that you'd like to share to those listening today is there anything that you feel that we not that we had an agenda and we were just showing up but yeah let's take a moment embodiment this is what comes in tantric embodiment for me is again channeling the life force towards liberation that happens here and now during this lifetime that we experience through this body hmm. No one, nowhere else, not after that, <laughs> it's here now. And for me this is the direction, yes, into the body, into the spaciousness of the cells, into this space in between inhale and exhale, in which the breath arises. Hmm. 
It's here. It's now. <laughs> Just waiting to be recognized. And when it is recognized, it we can just align with it. So it works, and it always works for us. Whatever challenges the life is bringing, it's always for us. Hmm. So, I think, yeah, something what pops up as my sole mission is how can I support? How can I be in service? How can I, through my own experience, create circumstances for this wisdom to keep unfolding, for the love to keep flowing, for the greatest benefit of all sentient beings. <laughs> sweet, huh? Sweet. Uh, super sweet. I felt like, oh, that was super sweet. <laughs> That's the heart was speaking, I guess. Mm. Yes. Yeah, why do anything or if it's not to serve the greater whole, that which we are, to be love. So beautiful divine beings listening, tuning in, if I'm in your ear, wherever you are, maybe you're driving, maybe you're walking, maybe you're laid on your bed, who knows what you're up to while you're listening to me in agony today, but thank you so much for tuning in. If you've been inspired in any way, then please forward it on, share the nectar, that's how we do this, and yeah, if you feel like supporting me, you can, so I can continue to create these inspiring transformational conversations that are serving the evolution of our mm. species, because we really are evolving out of the condemnation and the idea that sex is a sin, sex is no sin, just like you're not a sin, and the only reason why sex would be a sin and has been condemned and shut down for so long is because that is where the power lays. So, awaken thyself and rise up. Rise up as the divine expression of life force you are. Mm. And may we all paint this beautiful cosmic mm. mystery with orgasmic ripples. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you, Simon. And I wanted to really express my highest gratitude for your mission, for your mission of spreading, sharing, and being so creative. Your sexual energy as creative energy is so seen and so um, so changing also me and all the beings that are hearing us now then it's precious I, mm. it's precious and thank you for that from the bottom of my heart <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> tingles in my head we feel we feel nourished and we hope you do too thank you Agni so much for your time may this uh, touch and reach wherever it needs to touch and reach and may you continue to shine on passionately mm. Mm. thank you Simon thank you all for listening all the best.
Thank you for listening to another episode of Simon Transparently. This podcast is a call to action, a call into sovereignty, a call to speak our truth and love ourselves fiercely, and for us all to rise up together as love. If you are resonating with my offerings, you can support me by becoming a patron, for which I would be deeply grateful, and you can access more of my content at simontransparently.com. This is our time to rise.